If hunger pains have you feeling a little bit lightheaded, get on over to Chiba Hut, located on 411 Ben-Hur Road here in Baton Rouge, for their delicious toasted subs, salads, appetizers, and desserts. Also enjoy some beverages at their full-service bar with their signature cocktails and a great selection of local craft beers. And don't forget about the outside patio with shaded seating, fans, and a patio bar. Follow them on social media on Facebook and on Instagram at ChibaHut underscore Baton Rouge. Kicking you in the taste buds with our favorite Louisiana food and drinks. This is Eat the Boot. <laughs> well, I didn't want to say broke boys get on the internet. Chuck said it. He's like, nah, just tell us you're poor and shut the fuck up. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> I love we're like, all right, we're not going to say any names. Noah, this is on Instagram. <laughs> We never did say her name, right? No. No. I love how that's the person that we didn't say her name. Yeah. The one that probably deserved it the most. <sighs> My issue was I her wasn't, it, it wasn't that she did it. It's that she's trying to be an influencer. It's like, like right. you should know not to do this. There, there's this one girl, Alex something or other. I can't remember her name, but she got into it with a chicken from Chicken's Kitchen on one of his posts. It's like... He was doing a thing where you could, um, he wanted influencers to like make videos, reels and stuff, and he was going to pick the best one, and yeah. he was going to gas it up and use it for promotion, and I don't know, probably give him gift cards and shit, all kind of shit he was going to do for him. And she basically jumped his ass saying that he was trying to get creators to do free promotion for him. It's like, he doesn't need the promo. Right, yeah. He sells out every day. They are, <laughs> they are, currently, they are taking the next three weeks off. He gives, his, he gives his entire staff three weeks off at the end of the year. Yeah. He gives them three or four mental health weeks Wow. every year. I promise you, if you can close for almost two months out of a year, you don't need the promo. No, exactly. It's like, oh, and I love him. So that's, that's, my, that's my dream like season three. I want to get chicken on this fucking podcast. He's, oh, so, yeah. he's so busy, though. But yeah, he he destroyed that woman. Oh like, yeah, I haven't seen her since. I see her posting every now and then, but she's definitely something very important. Tell me. Oh okay. I get to do sound for my show, for my musical, and we're in the car just now. And I said, I'm gonna talk with Chuck P about how I'm doing sound and how I'm on his level now. <laughs> just like that, on your level. Let's get through the gig first, and then <laughs> we'll we'll, we'll reconvene. That's still that's that's an important thing. You got to make sure the mics are on because that's your job. If the mics aren't on, you're getting that's all a fuck up. Yep. <laughs> if you fuck up and don't turn the mics on, or maybe I've put a that. weird reverb effect through the whole podcast, You'll they'll never let you hear the end of it. No. <laughs> Numerous times. Looking at you. And I was like, well, how difficult is it? She's like, you turn them on and off and you play the music. And I was like, I will do sound for you guys. She's like, and then like, lay it down. Nice. What did I miss? Did I miss anything? More bitch fest. Yeah. Fixing to do our. Wrap yeah, up. Maybe if we prepare for these a little bit, we, we wouldn't just shit on people the whole time. I also don't there really care. Like, it sounds like we don't like doing this. Yeah. When y'all were talking about the group, it was like, you were like, yeah. people do this. We hate when they do the opposite of that. People, all of a sudden, you'll see a, a staggering number of like people leaving the group. <laughs> Nah, these guys hate so. us. Hey, <laughs> this will be the episode where we figure out who's listening to this because <laughs> we definitely got some landmines waiting if uh, right. <laughs> if they yep. listen. Ow! What kind of snack? What kind of snack? I was listening to another 
podcast about podcasting, oddly enough, the other day. And, like, I was talking about just, like, you know, making sure episodes have, like, a purpose. Like, you know, with us, it's like we get on people that we think there's something interesting to talk about with them or we like what they do or, like, a year in wrap-up. We have a reason for this. It's like there's so many podcasts out there where they just, like, bring a guest on and they're just like, yeah, well, uh what do you do? <laughs> right. It's like, I, I, I do like that there's, there's purpose to it, but I can't wait till we get our first person that blows up on this podcast. Like somebody just doesn't vibe with uh-huh. us. <laughs> It'll happen. Oh yeah. Oh absolutely. yeah. Yeah. For absolutely. sure. Somebody's going to eventually take up our offer to come on and defend their stupid stance or something yeah. about something. Hope so. Yeah. I love to argue. Let's yeah. do it. Yeah. A lot harder to move the goalposts whenever you're speaking with your voice. Yep. And we're face to face. Right. Puppy. Don't get all up in her face. Oh, yeah. She's already been there today. I want to get the uh, old. She would. So we just need to actually schedule it for this year. Yeah. I, I had no doubt we get Alex on. She will spill some tea. Bro, I think she would cut She up. probably deserves to because. Oh, yeah. I think. I really do think if we could get Chicken on, I think he'd cut up. Dude. That would be great. <laughs> Cuts up so much already. Oh, yeah, we know that. She works there with him. Oh, no shit. Yeah, we're talking about her. Cool. Have to hit that up one day. I mean, you can't come in there. Damn. Roasted. Constantly. I know we'll probably. Should I get you a mic? You want to join us? <laughs> we'll probably be able to get DJ Red on this year. I'd like to take yeah. Jay up on it and try and get the Cajun Ninja on. Oh, yeah, yeah. Definitely make that happen. Just we just let Jay know when we want to do it. And yeah, get in touch with him. Yeah, fuck yeah. He yeah. he probably be down to cut up too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He seems like the kind of oh, guy yeah. just like yeah. He, get him and DJ oh, Red on the same time. That might be a party right there. <laughs> yeah, we definitely need to get Boudreaux on. Like you were saying, we need to try and go out to his place or something. Yeah, I want to. If, when we do an uh, episode with Boudreaux. We need to go to his house and do it. Make yeah. that motherfucker cook for us. Let's go. That's why we mobile. Yeah, <laughs> we, can, we can go it's anywhere. Like Homer, Thibodeau, I think. Yeah, Homer somewhere down there, somewhere down the bayou. That's yeah. DJ Rec Country right there. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hell yeah! All right, are we back. Yeah, we back, baby. Back? We back. We live, baby. Yeah. We live, baby. <laughs> hey, all right. Hey, the last time. Joey had to take a piss during a podcast. You could hear him making Chewbacca noises from the bathroom. <laughs> That's true. So, hey, we're already improving. That's it. He In another a couple he... years of this, we'll be professionals. Well, yeah. yeah. Slow down. Yeah. Slow down. What is you doing, baby? <laughs> <laughs> Remember when that was a big thing? Oh, yeah. What <laughs> like, is you doing, baby? What is you doing, baby? Oh, no, baby. What is you doing? <laughs> oh, Dan. Dan, what you what is you doing, baby? <laughs> What were we talking about before? We, oh, we, we was just bitching. <laughs> yeah. I love that it, we we had to take a literal break to calm down because we apparently hate everything we're a part yeah. of. Yes, obviously. Yeah. Jeez. So we need to, even though we did not at all prepare because we're not professionals like Jay Dakota. Well, I mean, we never made a spreadsheet <laughs> this year of best things we ate. No. Each week or each episode or either. I could probably go through pictures. I'm, I still have I some. I already stuff. know what mine is. I said it the day I ate it, the day I posted it, and it's still there. It's still the best. The best thing I ate this year was that curry koa from Oak and Smoke. Oh, snap. Damn, all right. That was the best. Right. And I mean, I, there that's a high bar because I ate some incredible good. shit this year. I want to go back to 2016. Slow down. That's oh. a little too <laughs> <laughs> That's not where I want to go. Yeah, that's my number one for sure. When did I have the Oak and Smoke Reuben? Do you remember when we ate that? Oh, here Tony? we fucking go. <laughs> no, I don't remember I that. Remember that I, I remember that, Joey. I don't remember that. He's doing those again soon, though. In fact, we're dropping this this week. So this will be the week leading up to Christmas part two of this one. So So that's he is dropping it that week. I'm pretty sure I'll have to check with him. But I'm not going to say. Don't even check with. Just go follow his social media. Yeah, there you go. Bam. There you go. But I will not miss that this time. I don't care if I have to skip some important family function. My best thing this year was very recent. We haven't even podcasted since I ate it. It was uh, the Wagyu steak uh, po' boy from 
old time grocery. Mm, that thing did look. It. it was insane. It was one of those ones. I was like, it looks like it's going to be phenomenal. And then it was better. It was better than it looked. I was like, how? How did that happen? I have never regretted giving my girlfriend half of my food anything <laughs> in my life. I was like, here, you should take half of this. And I'm like, why did you do that? She had her own sandwich. It you, was cold and boring looking. She could have ate that. You realize she's sitting behind you. Oh, right? shit. What up? What up? What up? <laughs> just, just. Hey, that is true love, though, right? Like. So when we were on the way to Tap 65 today for brunch, I wanted the shrimp and grits, but I also wanted to try the chicken biscuit. And Kayla wanted the chicken biscuit, but I also wanted to try the shrimp and grits. So we did the half and half. Hashtag that's, love your life. You that's, know? Bruh, it's, it gets no better than that, if we're being real, right? Because even though I'm built different, <laughs> I can't go somewhere and get everything I want to eat most of the time. <laughs> So true love is having that person that will go there with you and order the other thing and split split it with you. I'm just trying to work something out in my head because Lee just went in that pantry and closed the door behind her to like do whatever she was doing. Then she comes out randomly. I'm like, you just spend some time in the pantry. Just hanging out in the pantry. Like, she's like in there, like, mm, what am I gonna get? And then like, I forgot she was in there. So when you walked out, Tony's talking. I'm like, just. Eating, eating treats and didn't offer anybody anything, by the way. Just just saying. While Chuck's scrolling through his phone for his best thing he ate this year, talking about true love, I, I'll tell a little story. I knew Kayla was my person. We first started dating. She used to live off of Jefferson, basically, at like Essen. So it was nothing for us to shoot over to Mestizo's, which is already one of my favorite restaurants. And every time, we would both order three tacos. And I would eat my three tacos, and she would eat two tacos, and I would get her third taco. Yeah. Every time. Like, she knew going into it she wasn't eating three tacos, but she ordered three tacos every time. And I was like, yeah, this bitch gets me. I'll tell you what, it's one of the big, biggest feelings of betrayal in the world. <laughs> when you're really hungry, and you order like normal, and then you, like, look around, and you're like, wait a second. Is that the, is she eating the third taco? Like, <laughs> you didn't tell me you was hungry, hungry today. Like, I, I was, you're eating my taco. <laughs> you're eating my fourth taco. Like, wait a second. A second. I don't wait have that a problem. second. <laughs> can we have a runner up to? I mean, we can do whatever we yeah, want. Yeah, we can. This is our podcast. We make the rules. All right. <laughs> we just shit on everybody yeah. that contributes to our brand. Sure. So yeah. It's fine. Uh, so, my runner up is going to be. Uh, what was the uh, the place we podcasted over there on Jones Creek? The uh, was it Tiger Fuck? Tiger Fuck. Oh, that was also the good... runner up for one of my favorite things I've eaten this year is that red bean ice dessert thing. Really? I have thought about that. Che by Mao? Yeah, I thought about that. You just made. He's that making up, up words. Che by Mao. Come here, you got long hair. It's driving me crazy. It's right there. Okay. All right. Say that slow. <laughs> che bao mao. Or something like that. You just made know. that up. You don't Look know. it up. You look it up. That, <laughs> I, I looked it up with my brain just now. <laughs> and that's, <laughs> that thing broke my brain because I was, it was, was like, good. it was like red beans and some kind but of green no, stuff it with makes a plate no of sense. ice. It made yeah. no sense whatsoever, but it was so damn good. So that's a runner up. I thought you were going to say that chicken curry over there. Cause, dude, no, that, that chicken, curry was, chicken curry was fire, too. The combo with the banh mi of your choice and you dunk, dunk it in the curry. Yeah. That's pretty elite meal, too. No, that was that was really Bruh. good. Che Ba Mao. C-H-E-B-A-M-A-U. Vietnamese three-color dessert. That's it. That's the and one. it was three colors. And it was delicious. And I can't wait to go back over there and eat that thing again. It was really, really good. I feel like somebody should apologize uh, to me. My <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> uh, my favorite dish of the year is from Fat Calf in Shreveport. Jay and I were up there earlier this year, and I we had this duck dish. You over, like duck meat? Here we go. Here we go. Uh, over these braised greens, that was 
incredible. If I see a duck dish on a menu, that's what I gravitate towards because I, I, I like duck. Not. Don't, <laughs> shut up. I'm not doing nothing. That, it was going to be a toss between uh, that and their, their uh, double bone and pork chop dish that we had at Fat Calf, but I'm going to go with, uh, with the duck dish from, from there. I almost, Joey, went with your, and as simple as the dish as this is, but the, the, the grilled chicken dish from Calliope. That we shit was so, so good. good. God, that was good. <laughs> the juiciest chicken I've ever just, had in my life. That's my runner-up, by the way. There so I was just up. scrolling through my Instagram looking for a runner-up, and I'm like, man, we really have to do this legit next year, like keep track of it. Right. there's so much stuff I have on here that would probably do very well. It, none of it would beat the Oak and Smoke Curry Koa for me. But, like, man, there's some incredible shit I did ate this year. Did y'all discover anything this year that's something that you have – regularly revisited or it's hit your like oh i'm gonna get that on the regular because like that's how i feel about that grilled chicken dish at calliope i'm like yeah yeah that's on my if i'm in that area i want that like i want to get that it's it's kind of like the uh the phil the phyllis's big boy at uh john michael's good yeah it's like yeah i want to get that on the regular mm. I, i'll tell you the original slap burger mm-hmm. like bro when i say my favorite burger in all of New Orleans, the original Slap Burger. Original Slap Burger. That shit blew me away. I was like, how are you delivering so hard? Like, because when you follow things for so long, yeah. and then they finally did That's how Chicken's Kitchen was. I finally got through Chicken's Kitchen. Oh, that's gorgeous. That's gorgeous. What is that, Chuck? What you looking at there? I mean, there? that's that's a uh, it's a it's a it's a it's a Reuben sandwich. Oh, nice, nice, uh, nice from nice, Oak and nice. Smoke Barbecue. Oh, that. Nice, uh, nice, Tony, nice, take nice. a look at this picture. I don't know if you've seen this you before. That, but, Tony, I mean, that's that, a that's right a really yeah, good looking sandwich right there. We in my house, the pistols. <laughs> <not far away. laughs> he, he's not wrong. He's not, I am not bulletproof. Last time I checked, I did not. I will say I don't know if it necessarily answers Joey's questions, but Korean corn dogs—I oh, had never yeah. had one before Dude. this year. Yeah, and now I cannot find myself if like if I'm close to Moki Nut, I'm pulling in. I gotta get, just get a corn dog from yep. the road, you know? Yeah, that was that is that's that's something I always wanted to try and didn't know of any place around here that had it until Mochi yeah. Nut. And after I went and got one, I was like, yeah, this is and, great. And uh, there's Tasty, Tasty, which is a little food Tasty truck. Really I think yeah. they were actually the first yeah, ones always, around here. Uh, when Tasty popped up, a couple of the places were starting to talk about it. They were going to open. And I always said, like, again, it's not about being better or whatever to me. It's like, like whatever I'm closest to is probably my favorite at the time. But shout out to them for opening that food truck and doing Korean corn dogs with an unproven market. Yeah. Like, they're, they didn't know if that was going to work out. And it's like, it did. It worked out really great for them. And, and hopefully hopefully they're doing good in their newer location. But for the first couple months, which who doesn't, but for the first couple months, they had a line to that food truck. Like, it took me a while to get out there to it. Uh, but, yeah. yeah, very, very cool that those are. Their, like, normal location is at the Oaks and Prairieville, yeah. right? Yep. Well, shout out to them. I, I, pre- I mean, it's hard to turn over on food trucks, especially trying to have, like, central locations mm-hmm. where they stay. But like uh, I can't the owner's name I can't remember but Jeff yeah Jeff he he uh he's trying really hard to to keep good stuff in there I'm super bummed oh this is something we could have talked about but I'm I'd be digging for a list I'd have no idea real bummer some places that have not just gone this year but come and gone like yeah. Sunny's like came and went this yeah. year and they had and, good food man dude, Sunny just... Sunny's uh Italian beef. Mm-hmm. It was on par with uh, the one we had uh, at J and Danny's. Yeah. Oh, uh, so Sean pop up, yeah. yeah. It was like it was like it was that level of good, and it's like that's such a bummer that they had a really tight small menu over there at Sonny's. He did well. The prices were excellent. I don't know, and it's none of my business, but I don't know what closes some places down when it seems like they're doing good business. Uh, Nowadays, it could be a number of things. He could have had staffing issues. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the 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 cost of Food and everything kept going up and going up. That could have played a factor. What was the, uh, the thing that happened in New Orleans recently? The, the place that just like, boom, $40,000 or some crazy shit. No, it was, um, God, I can't remember the name of the restaurant now. And it's well known. Something so, Saint something. or some, That's probably 90 places in New Orleans got Saint in there. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know, but it was something yeah. with the city. 
Well, no, it was energy had just like popped up. It was like, oh, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. like 40 grand and couldn't even tell them like where the meter was on the yep. property. Right. Or yeah. Shit. It, it apparently I, got resolved in a couple of days. That's what I thought I got taken care of and they were, they were reopening yeah, back yeah, up. Yeah, they were. God, what was the name of that place? Yeah, but you know what sucks is life. that that news is already on the internet and people that see that they are closing don't necessarily end up seeing the articles saying that they're not closing. Right. It's kind of like any information on the internet. It's like if it's not properly vetted and it doesn't go through its full gamut, it's like some people might not know. Like The same amount of people that, that you know, you'll tell them such and such a place is doing this or that. And they're like, I thought they closed. It's like, oh, yeah, they closed three years ago. It's a different place. People all the time tell me like, oh, I didn't like this place or that place. And I'm like, when did you eat there? And they're like, about six years ago. I was like, it's went through three owner changes. Right, they changed yeah. the menu completely. Somebody told us the other day something about they couldn't eat at ZZ's because they had a kid with them or something. Turns out they were thinking of a different restaurant. The different restaurant they were thinking of also didn't fit the description because I've definitely eaten there with kids before. I'm like, where were, were you in Louisiana? <laughs> like, where were look you at? Look at my finger. Okay, now look to the left. Look to yeah. Do you know what state you're in? Like, People just say shit. And yeah. again, they move the goalposts as much as they can. And it's like, by the time you said all this goofy shit on the internet, what if the wrong person read that? And they're like, oh, well, you can't go to this place with kids. It's like. Right. And, and normally with stuff like that, you'll hear the negative about a restaurant before you hear the positive. Like they're, they're quick to report on like, oh, this place is shutting down because of this, this, this and all this stuff. But then maybe it's a, a situation like with the place we were, we were just talking about, mm-hmm. New Orleans, where the problem is resolved, the place is opening back up, but then no one hears about that. So you just think this place is still closed. That's, that They suffer from lack of business because people think they never reopened. It's just re- reporting on stuff like that on the Internet is it's terrible. People want to focus on the negative as opposed to the positive on things like that. Can you, where's, uh, where's the original Slap Burger? What's, what's the... Bar it's in. She's not paying attention. I wish we had this on video. <laughs> Kiki? Kiki. Hey. Hey, what's up? Uh, she had her earbuds in ignoring the fuck that out of funny. Us. Uh, what's the what's the bar that the original Slapburger's in? Marie's. Marie's? Yeah, so they're they're in the back of Marie's bar. They opened a second location like maybe a month ago. It closed within like two weeks because they were also inside of another bar and the bar was just like never mind or some shit like that wow it's like they just the owner was just like yeah one day they told us yeah we're not doing this i was like what <laughs> like we just rolled out a big campaign that we're opening a new location we're very excited about it and they're like oh, no you're not <laughs> we changed we changed that up yeah and it's just- like again like if this was some official statement that I was making and I'm posting this online in text form, it's like I wouldn't have the opportunity to say, also, I don't know if I'm completely accurate on this. I just know what I read in an article. It's like, but people don't do that. They say, no. here's a thing I heard. It's a fact. Like, I, I'm trying to think of other spots that have closed this year because, like, it's, man, it's been a fucking bummer. God, it's been a bummer. Some of those spots. I know. I know that. I know breweries have taken a massive oh, hit. Oh, yeah. dude, yeah. so many. It's and not just here, just all over the country. Just I feel like it's gotten to the point where the whole the craft beer boom is, yeah. is plateaued. That like, was always going to be a problem with craft beer. It's a problem with restaurants too. Yeah, for but, sure. But that just goes back to what I was talking about earlier. It's why we mostly don't allow the oh, this place closed post and eat the boo because. Places don't need help going out of business. It's hard enough as it is. We don't need you shitting on people, and we're sure not going to dance on the graves of them after they close. Opie's. Yep. Opie's is one. Opie's is one. Open and close. And, I mean, for him, it was, like Chuck said, a staffing issue. He just literally didn't have enough people to run the restaurant and the catering. He had to look at it and go, well, the catering is the one that pays the bills and makes everything work. Right. Sorry. And then people with stuff like that, they go, staffing issues, that sounds like something. So, should we speculate or like it's like no just that's the information that the people that own these places put out there it's like so just take it's closed what else do you want yeah what does it matter yeah how will this affect your life i mean i know it'll affect your life because they won't get that bomb ass crackler but (laughs) (laughs) damn uh yeah i mean it's 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 wild how quickly places come and go um it's tough man it's tough in the streets right now just i mean not just in the restaurant economy in general is tough but restaurants is tougher than it's ever been. Oh, look at my stupid ass. Fucking, I mean, friend of the show, Soul Shine. Yeah. yeah. Moved, moved into a food truck. Yep. 
which is really cool that he's able to still put out like that quality of food mm-hmm. from the food truck. Right. And it's like, I do think that soul shine built a big enough following that it's like, you know what you're getting, like, you know where yeah. to get it. Also, it's cool that he hooked up with a Pelican. Yeah, right. Good spot. Fun it's a stuff. good, yeah. The, they, I mean, Richard market's always doing pop-ups there and, and yep. he's still doing it. And it's a lot of it. I think what the, the idea was behind Danny getting that food trailer to put out there is that anyone that comes there to do pop-ups, if Danny can't be there, like Richard can use that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's like a communal little kitchen for anybody that wants to do a pop-up over there, which I think is awesome. That's why I love to see stuff like that. Like, I know Richard supports a ton of people. Danny's yeah. helping other people. It's good to see collaboration in that space instead of shitheads that are like, ha-ha, this motherfucker went out of business. Like, right, I, yeah. I, I mean, get back on a negative tangent. Yeah, I saw a lot of people shitting about uh, the post uh, with the shed closing. Yeah. Uh, and I believe, now, I, I didn't eat at that location. I've eaten at the shed in the original location over in Mississippi. Mm-hmm. Uh, I ate at the one when it was up in Scott many, many years ago. Uh I heard the food was hit and miss for the most part. When it was good, it was good. But when it wasn't, it was kind of, you know, mediocre barbecue. But I believe that place closed because of just the location, where it is on Burbank. It's in the middle of, like, kind of nowhere almost. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's a huge facility, so overhead on that thing was probably outrageous. Uh, They were trying to do – well, they were doing volleyball there, but, like, everyone goes to Mango's. That's tr- that's tradition here in Baton Rouge, a place to go yeah. play competition volleyball. They were trying to steal some of that away. I don't think it worked that well. They thought they were going to be drawing a lot of college kids in. I don't think that happened either. Uh, but it still sucks because yeah. you know, it's a place I was trying to do something cool and creative here and in Baton Rouge. And there's somebody somewhere that this year lost their ass on a big investment and yeah. is trying to figure out what their next move is. It's like – People think that that everybody that invests in these restaurants and stuff are always well off. Some people just have a little dream, a little idea, and they scrounge together everything they can. I mean, dude, look at uh, what um, Counterspace has, is going to have three locations now. Yeah. Yep. And a year and a half ago, it was it was day to day with it. She was she was yeah. in there. She was working her ass off. Like, and it's like you you, you can't look at oh you've got three locations now. Well, she, She's a billionaire now. Right, yeah. Still, she's just gonna be working her ass off three times yeah, as hard. Ex- now. Exactly. And that's and, and and these people know they know that you're choosing the entrepreneurial life. You're choosing to do something, but it's like also you're just hoping that your community will be supportive in a way that if things do go bad, a bunch of assholes won't come out of the woodworks. It's like surprise, they fucking do. Right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. For the for the the fifty or so people that will support you for your venture, there's another fifty or so people that will are ready to shit on it and just condemn it for no reason other than that's what they want to do. Yep, dude. But even based even, on nothing, like outside of their restaurant space, like if the person we talked about earlier on the podcast that blocked us on Instagram for like not, if she would message us and go, "Hey, sorry about that misunderstanding. I'm just trying to get my foot in the door and just it, it felt it felt weird. I I don't really understand how things work in this space enough. I'd be like, okay, no big deal." Hey, by yeah. the way, glad you like that restaurant. It's really cool. Like, it could just go away instantly. It's like, but that's the problem. Most people that talk shit, especially the way that, that we do, they, they, A, they usually do it worse. They definitely make it seem like their opinion is fact, whereas we know. We're just shitheads talking shit. <laughs> it's like, but also, they're not open to having their minds changed or discussion or hashing it out. It's like, I think you, if you're going to be an opinionated person in, an, in a space that's fueled by opinions, you've got to be willing to, to listen to other people. Did you give your best dish that you ate? Oh, yeah, yeah. It was that, uh, it was that, that Wagyu steak sandwich oh, okay. from right. Old Time Grocery Store. Oh. Oldie Thai-Yim Grocery Store. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's an E and a Y in, in, Which in there. I, I do, like... This is something I did that, like, I kind of felt bad about it afterwards, and but I made sure to clean it up on, on online. Uh, we tried to go to Adopt... It's Adopted adopt dog, dog. Adopted Dog Brewing. We were going to go there for lunch, and we got there, and it was like 10 minutes till. I looked it up before we went, like three hours before, and they were open, all good. We get there. They were closing in like 10 minutes for a private party, and I'm like, yeah. son of a bitch. Like, I'm, we're from Gonzales. You know, we came all the way out here, and we were trying to eat here. And I, I, they had posted something on, I went and checked back and then they had posted something not long after I had checked 
And I was like, I commented, I said, oh, bummer, man. You know, we're going to, we're, I guess, I guess we'll just head back to Gonzalez or whatever. You know, sad boy bullshit. And then, like, <laughs> when they responded, they were like, we're so sorry, this and that. And when I went back and read it as an adult who needs to own their own shit, I was like, that sounds like I'm being shitty. So I commented back, hey, yeah. no hard feelings. We really want to try your place. I'm legitimately bummed that I have to go back to Gonzales and not eating here. I promise it's nothing against y'all. And they were like, we posted, you know, like Monday saying we were going to close. I said, my fault. Like, I, yeah. I, I, I looked it up in the exact period in time where the algorithm didn't show me your other post. And then you posted right after that that you were closing. That's just, things just didn't line up. That is not your fault that I showed up and you had a thing going on that you had to do to right. pay your fucking bills. So, shout out to uh, Adopted Dog Brewing. Still want to come <laughs> check out your stuff. Uh, it's a cool little spot, man. And God, it looks, it, it, I, I want to go back with the pod. Like, it'd be a great place to do it from. I've heard the, I've heard the, the I, we, me and Kirk went and got food and it was like maybe a month, maybe two months since they'd opened. Food was good. You know, it, it was bar food. You know, yeah. nothing. It wasn't nothing mind blowing, but it was good. But I've heard the food has gotten really better. The beers, the beers were fine as well. But I heard the beers have gotten a lot better as well. Uh, yeah, we should go up there and definitely. Well, not being able to go there sent us to Old Time Grocery, and they Dude, had that special that day. So you know, stars aligned. I don't remember who it is, but uh, uh adopted dog. They they have a sister restaurant. It's yeah, something else. I, I can't. I'm sure it's it. the same setup as. Uh, Cajun Saucer and Bayou Test, where you can't technically have. Well, it's 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 like a separate place in town. Yeah, oh, really? yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Another restaurant, and it's it's a well known one. I think. yeah, I can't think um, of the name of it. The guy, the people that own Adopted Dog, I think, own, like are co owners with the other restaurant. That's what it is. I just I just don't remember what it is. What you need to do next time you're in Lafayette is go to John, Johnson's Boucanier. Oh, been there. God, I'm man. Right. I only went there for Boudin. Caleb brought me there on our my Boudin tour for my Dude, birthday. Dude, that place it's is so, so good. good. They have a uh, a beef cheek uh, biscuit they do. Yeah. It's stupid. Sign me up. It's so good. Well, this is a perfect segue to the last thing I want to talk about today. Ooh. Food resolutions. <sighs> And I know you don't like doing resolutions. I don't do normal I, New Year's resolutions. No, I don't either. It's stupid. Hey, how did uh, how did uh, doing some? <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Joey. Bring up last year's. Bring what, them up. What was last year's? I want to know. What Mine last year, and I failed miserably, <laughs> was to eat more non-meat meals. Yeah, that didn't work. Vegetarian. Well, I had a few early on. Tony totally loved that meat. <laughs> I just didn't get around to it. I really <laughs> I just didn't wanted get around to, to it. I really want, because we do have some, you know, MJ's Cafe, a couple other spots sure, in there's, town. Yeah, there's spots. They just had a new one open on Blue Bonnet uh, that Natalie was telling us about. Oh, the yeah. Plantry. Yeah. P-L-A-N-T-R-Y. So it is a thing that's like taken off in baton rouge i just never got around to it well i mean there's a lot of places that have you know vegan dishes and stuff like that you can get yeah. but you don't go to many of those places no. with those options <laughs> I do not. and when you do you definitely ain't looking at those i have started to uh so dating somebody that is into like she actually likes tofu and, and shit that it's like it's <laughs> like Fucking a weirdo yeah it's like an afterthought to me <laughs> but like I'll get to try things that I wouldn't order otherwise. And I've been pleasantly surprised by quite a few things. A couple of them have entered my, I would actually order this over what I ordered. Uh, I had the, the tofu, uh, it was just a tofu plate that they did at um, Tiger Pho. That was so good. It was, I have no doubt anything that comes out of that kitchen. Yeah, yeah. It, it was so simple. It was like crispy and had just enough flavor. I was like, I'm coming back here and get this on a bomb Wow. Like for sure. Okay. And then the uh at original slap burger, I ate a big ass bad motherfucking uh they called it a large Mac and uh you know, Big Mac. <laughs> and that was badass. <laughs> so Kiki gets the their version of uh uh you know, she's like, So is y'all's vegan burgers at like impossible or beyond? They go, No, we actually source it locally. Uh, there's a lady that makes the mix for it. So I was like, Oh cool. So it's not just gonna be I'm not ordering like nothing against them, but I'm not ordering impossible or beyond no. stuff. I can get that from the store and make it at home. Like you're just heating up a thing and then putting it on other stuff. Right. You're not creating that. But I'm like, oh, you, you're getting this from, I can't have this vegetarian version of this burger. That bitch was good. Hmm. God damn, it was good. Dude, the, the black bean burger at Burgersmith oh, yeah, yeah. is really good. Yeah. I got that once because I, I had tried everything else on the menu. I'm like, you know, I never tried the black bean burger. 
I'm sure it is. It was spicy. Like it had good. a lot of flavor. It was oh, really good. The goddamn brisket burger. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, the brisket burger is the way to go. On them cheese, on them grilled cheese buns. I mean, you're I, welcome. Yes. <laughs> I've got I've got a few things that could fall into the like resolution category. Like just a I, I've got to just man, I got to quit treating like new places like it's the last time I'm ever gonna fucking eat there. I go way too hard the first time I go somewhere. Well, I mean, not, the way we were just talking about restaurants closing fast. I mean, that's not going to stop. That's not going to keep doing that. Well, the problem is, is that I'll eat so much dope shit that I'm like, I don't even know what I like here because it's yeah. all so good. What'd and, you eat there, Joe? I ate 25 plates of food. I, I don't yeah, know yeah, which I one I love the most. When we were at Cena last night, we had four pastas, four appetizers, and we just round robbing them around the table till they were gone. We're like, keep passing them till they disappear. <laughs> Who's smoking food joints in that dish? <laughs> Y'all go hit these bowls of pasta. <laughs> Smoking some bowls, some pasta bowls up in there. <laughs> Do you want to make a food resolution, Chuck? Or are you just going to say no still? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'll make one because I've honestly been thinking about making some changes uh, to try to be less fat and a little bit more healthy, I guess. Uh, I heard you laugh back there, Kayla. I heard that. I heard you snort. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, <laughs> choking whatever that is. <laughs> That's cold, man. I just straight up laughed. <laughs> he's trying. He's trying to open his heart <laughs> to the listeners of the Eat the Food uh, podcast. Worried about my health. Kayla's back there laughing at me. <laughs> uh, I actually thought about starting off the new year by doing uh, three months of no drinking. Gah! Three monks. Now, Gah! now with a with a, 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 a alcohol based podcast, <laughs> yeah, that can make it a little hard. But I don't know. I need to. I do need to eat a little bit better. I need to put more fruits and vegetables into my diet. Uh, so this is like a for real resolution from. It Chuck. is. A for, it is a for real resolution. Chuck's doing something to make himself healthier. Yeah, I mean. What a- uh, I'm trying to longer. live live a little bit longer, at least. <laughs> I, I'm trying to, man. I've, I've started. Y'all seen? I've started kind yeah. of cooking. You have, <laughs> you have yeah, kind, kind of cooking. I definitely need to cook. I imagine more for sure. Kiki's uh, carrying most of the yeah, 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 yeah. It's got to start somewhere, right? Yeah, baby steps. But I, but again, like like I've done a lot. We've had we try to do a vegetarian meal like once a week just to kind of. For me, it's oh, cool. It so up. you're doing my resolution better yes, than I did. Yes, yes, yes. Got you. Got you. Slight <laughs> flex. It's me and Tony traded places. I do his resolution. Yeah. He runs Eat the Boot. There you go. He's done. That's how this works now. Yeah, but it's cool because I'm like doing vegetarian stuff. It's forcing me to learn more about flavors and shit because I, I suck at cooking. So I don't know about sauces. I don't know about what seasons do what and how different flavors interact. When you got just like some green bullshit and, you know, a little tomato or something, it's like you got to figure out how to make that bitch taste fire. Yeah. It's like, and, and you know, add bacon. So. Yeah. You know. <laughs> you always bacon, a, bacon a, fat. Yeah, like, you know. As a garnish or like a flavor, bacon's not, that's still vegetarian. Sure. You know. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> if you say yeah. So. yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's not. I mean, it, it, kind of, maybe a little bit. I don't we'll know. have a vegetarian or some vegans on yeah. an episode to discuss I mean, I did. Right. I did start eating cauliflower this year, but it's got to be like cooked specifically. It's got to be fried and covered in. Some well, not kind so of much sauce. fried, but just like you know, yeah, covered in sauce or something. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I need to eat more stuff like that. I think. And, hey, this has and, nothing to do with what we're talking about, but shout out to Parish Rice because for the longest <laughs> time, my meal prep was cauliflower rice because that was literally like the ugh. the only like. The only thing that fit calorie wise right. to get that kind of volume. I, I went through that phase for a minute. And Paris rice has that higher protein, low glycemic rice now. So it's like way closer to what I need so I can eat actual rice with my meal prep instead of cauliflower rice. Are they, See, is Paris rice local? Yeah, they're out of like uh, Eunice, I think. Oh, Paris Rice, if you want to sponsor the podcast, don't mind people that say shit balls fucking ass. <laughs> shit balls fucking ass. Yeah. Normally all together. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I can't call it cauliflower rice. I gotta call it riced cauliflower. Yeah, I can't yeah. call it because it's not the rice. The thing with, with rice, cauliflower, cauliflower rice, whatever you want to call it, like when you cook it that day, it's fine. It's fine. You ever but tried after to- like two or three days? 
Nah, throw that shit away. I did something really stupid with, with cauliflower rice. Uh, tried to make a jambalaya with it. No. Don't do that. Terrible. Terrible. A Bears was making cauliflower rice boudin for a while. That was honestly. I've had that. I've had that, but it's still. It feels wrong, like morally wrong, but it actually tasted okay as long as you grilled it. Right. What? Did we talk about some trends that that need to go away from this year? We didn't jump on that. I'll tell you, I'm. I'm Is this going to be a two part episode? How far are we? We're like two (laughs) hours into this now. Whatever. (laughs) Well, we're in part two of our. Yeah, yeah. We're good. We're good. I'm going to reference something that, like, it's actually been gone for a minute, but I'm glad it didn't stick around. There was a moment in time, maybe three or four years ago, that we were either going to get way too many Brussels sprouts on every menu ever, or we were going to get way too many quinoa offerings. Ugh, quinoa. I'm glad that quinoa is the one that died. Yeah. yeah. Just, hey, look. I, I love get, me some Brussels sprouts. Yeah, I get it. Everywhere does Brussels sprouts now, and it's usually awesome everywhere. So right. I'm like, hey, deep fry them, blacken them things, put some sweet shit on them, put some cheese, whatever you got to do. There's I don't no- care if I'm not even eating something that's even 10% Brussels anymore. There's nothing you could do to make quinoa good. Yeah, no. Nothing. No, nope. It's impossible. You no. just have to hide it in something. Right, dirt yeah. It's literally just a filler, <laughs> and it's like, hey, would you like your dish to be slightly dirt tasting with yeah. filler? Yeah, no. Quinoa is terrible. And if you like quinoa, you're terrible. Quinoa that's, tastes that's... like an Abercrombie and Fitch sale. <laughs> Cam- a- a- quinoa tastes like the color brown. It's just See? Yeah. Like terrible. Yeah. <laughs> it's not good. Just just old duress jeans. Just yeah. Like, oh, that. Oh. But I'm glad that gone and I'm glad that uh that Brussels are, Brussels spouts one out. Yeah. yeah, Brussels Brussels are the that's the move. Okay, I mean, real quick, favorite Brussels anywhere. Chicken's Kitchen. Damn, I haven't had his. They're so good. Shit. Uh, <laughs> Overpass Merchant. Yeah, that is Overpass good. Merchant. Mine's Blue Oak Barbecue. Oh, yeah, Blue Orleans. Oak's they good, too. Good I have those. Library. Yeah. Right here in Gonzales. Oh, yeah. I still haven't yeah. been there. Bro, they With do the shishitos. Yeah, they do the Brussels Ooh. and the shishitos. Oh, they, okay. like, cook the shit out of both of them, and then yeah. they put, like, some kind of sauce on them. I'm gl- that's when I'm glad it's having a mo- I'm glad shishito peppers is having a moment. I'm down with yeah. shishito peppers. They're, they're starting. I feel out. like we're getting on the verge of shishitos being like habaneros, where they're just in fucking everything. But but at least you got the spots that are doing good. Yeah, yeah. right. Up. Remember a couple of years ago when everything was habanero. <sighs> I like that bacon jams calm the fuck down. Like places that do it well still do it. <laughs> yeah. But it's yeah. Like, yeah. Hey, if you don't know how to make this shit, stop it. Right. You not just stop it. Not everything has to have bacon jam on it. Or bacon in general. Yeah. Ah, well, come on now. I mean. (laughs) I would throw bacon on everything. I love bacon. It's great. But it's like, it was a crutch for culinary. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. You know what you're doing? Just cover it in bacon. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Let's wrap this thing in bacon. thing I see online, like the barbecue groups, like, oh, I've got a deer backstrap. What should I do with it? Oh, wrap it in bacon. Smoke it. Like, okay, cool. So now it just tastes like bacon. Right, yeah. Yeah, that's just bacon. Dude, the deep fried bacon at Acre in Auburn. Oh, I'm sure it's great. With the whipped butter and the they, and the habanero uh, honey they put on is They took it off the stupid. menu, but for a while, this may be the fattest thing I ever did, <laughs> which is saying something if you know me. Uh, Galvez Seafood, right there on 42, yeah. used to have a, a chicken fried bacon on the appetizer menu, and we would get them to toss it in buffalo sauce. Fuck yes. Right. It was right. fucking awesome, but I'm pretty sure it took several years off of my life. Yeah, well, I mean, worth it. (laughs) It's fun. It's chicken fried bacon. Why would you not get it? And tossed in buffalo sauce. That sounds amazing. I'm trying to think of anything else that's really popped off this year. Like, I know there's some other trends that that have slid in. I know. I know. Uh, when anytime a fast food place does something that gets big, people start trying to mimic it. Oh, the Great Chicken Wars! Yeah, no, <laughs> the it, chicken it, sandwich it, wars. It re, so the re the re up on the chicken wars was this year with the pimento cheese mm-hmm. on the Chick Fil A mm-hmm. one. Yeah, and it's like I thought that burger. I went and got one. It was, it was fine. fine. Yeah, their their pimento cheese was trash. Yeah, yeah it was not. So good. go anywhere that has a chicken sandwich and good pimento cheese and put it on there. Which oh, Chuck, Chuck did. that was one of your best things of the week, wasn't it, Chuck? When you went to Agile and got their chicken sandwich with their pimento cheese. Yeah, I just made my own version of it there, and it was fucking fire. Yeah. Like oh damn! Speaking right, right by Agile, places that closed. Uh, Pominoli's closed yeah. after fourteen years or something. Like that. Yeah, a long time. Yeah, I mean, it it does suck. I hate that they closed. I love that place and I love the people there. But uh, uh, Bullfish, Bullfish is there now. They're great. 
as a spot. I hope I hope it gets the yeah. attention it needs. They've um, been getting a lot of notice in Eat the Boot lately. Yeah. But that doesn't always translate to long-term success. No. People love a new thing. Like we said, 45-minute wait to get into Mike Anderson's. That, you know, there's there's gonna, it's just so many spots like that where it's like you can try all you want to gas up a spot, and it's like if people don't go, they just don't, don't fucking yeah. go. Right. Uh, I'm trying to. So my food resolution for this year that I think is actually attainable, last year may have been foolish I was say, I guess I'm going to have to do this too, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you will, because it's going to play oh, in shit. all of us. Oh, I want to try to get to more spots purposely outside of Baton Rouge and New Orleans. Hell yeah. I want to yeah. start hitting up more of Lafayette and more. Man, North Shore's got some spots. You talked about eating Cena there earlier. Oh, Covington-Manville has yeah. some really good man, spots. man, North Shore's got to. some spots, and I feel like they just, for whatever reason, don't get enough. I mean, I know that's a, a less populated part of South Louisiana to begin with, but just don't get enough notice, man. And, uh, you know, hand bone, closed. Yep. yep. Dude, places that are on your list that you go look and you see ones that close that you never got to, it's infuriating yep. because you're like, yeah. again, you see them, they're getting the gas. You see pictures of just them full. It's like they're busy. And unfortunately, a lot of it is, I mean, there's a thousand reasons, but, man, that hike in the food cost in the last three yeah. years is just crazy. Like, and no matter, no matter what the reason, because everybody likes to argue about that shit, it's like, at the end of the day, it's like, do you, can you and will you support places that you like? That's all there is to it. Like, there's places that I used to go and get a lot of food, and now I go and order one thing because that's what I can afford, and I still support them. I go there, I can pay for some food, and then try it again another time. It's like, just, you know, places are going to be more expensive these days. Just eat, eat, eat there less, I guess. Yeah. Whatever you got to do. Or more trips but less dollars per trip i don't know but. that's my hope with cooking more like I'm, I'm cooking more so so i can still go and eat at places as often and i've cut way back on that i mean i do not knock chain places i don't knock fast food whatever it's like but i'm cutting way back on those because i'm cooking now I'm like that's where right. my money's going it's going to cooking at home and then i can go and support the local spots i want to yeah and it's like, or support yeah. support the local chain that you want to. But yeah, and fat and fast food isn't as quick and as easy as it was. It's not as cheap as it was. It's either. not as cheap as it was. It takes longer now. Like you're sitting in drive throughs longer that's, waiting I mean, that's for really, food. So one, the dietary things aside, but two for me is like I look at it, I'm like, well, I can go spend fifteen to eighteen dollars to eat canes by myself, or I can go to a, a little mom and pop place and get a burger. I mean, I can go to South Seventy Three and eat lunch for cheaper than I can go to, to, to canes. Right. You That's can, a no-brainer. You can get out of Chiba Hut for cheaper than you can Subway oh, these days. Yeah, yeah, easy. Better food and better service. Right. Mulberry Market? Yeah. I still got to hit that spot. Sandwich from Mulberry instead of Subway? Yeah. Yeah, right. absolutely. It's fresher. It's I was, so probably when, locally sourced. I went to Mulberry for the first time yesterday, and I was impressed, but I was with the quality of the place. I was surprised at how cheap it was. Yeah. yeah Size was always blowing that place up, man. Yeah. But, I mean, so I got a sandwich that came with chips. Lee and her friend both got bagels and drinks. I think our whole bill was like 30 bucks. Wow. Like, where Not else are you going to eat breakfast for three people for 30 bucks? Simple Joe. You go to Simple yeah. Joe and do, do something. But, like that. but that's mean, more traditional breakfast. Yeah. Like, this is the mulberry market's like more. But I'm saying, like, you can't go hit Jack in a Box for three people for 30 bucks no more. No. Not and get anything of the actual substance. Right. If you want some, you know, yeah, it's jack in a box. Yeah. I mean, look, it's late at night. Nobody's open. Hey, you got to do what you got to do. No, I get the egg rolls, bro. <laughs> uh, the egg rolls. Like, don't you dare besmirch the jack in the box the egg rolls. Best egg roll. I'm still going to do a series where I just go to, <laughs> like, go to Asian restaurants around town with jack in a box egg rolls and make people do, do a, a blind taste side. test. I'll do a side by side and make people do a blind taste test. Tell me which one's better. And I'll be like, bitch, you put, you'd pick jack in a box. <laughs> So what, what do y'all want to see next year from restaurants and just the whole food industry? I'm going to tell you, mine, I loved the idea of the burger week that uh, Dig did, or what, what are they called? Is it Dig still? Yeah, it's Dig. Uh, yeah. yeah. So I love the idea of it, and I hope that they continue to – I hope that they change it up and make it make it more efficient because the things that, that were offered were so cool. I loved yeah. a lot of it. I just want to see the restaurants be able to get more gas for doing it, for participating, like – there just needs to be a way to highlight them more and make it worth doing it. Well, I think Dick's got to do a better job promoting it because they didn't do a good job, job of it this year. I think they need to expand the time frame. 
one one week one week difficult. was i mean if you went and ate a burger every week you still weren't going to touch half the people on yeah. the list you either have or to a burger every night you'd have to have less places involved to make it doable if you if you're trying to get everyone to go out and try all these burgers or do it do a two-week run also 225 stuff involve more things that are in the greater baton rouge area like involve more uh you know ascension parish uh what outskirts of denim is is yeah. same area it's like yeah you i i hate that it's only baton rouge because it does it cuts out a big part of the market and it's like it'd be good for them it'd be good for the food scene in total it's like it I don't understand why there's not more outreach. I love that with Raul's being involved, it includes the Gonzalez Raul. Mm-hmm. So it's like, right. it's kind of like, hey, look, this, this is in the area. Like, you could, this could, the fact that South 73 wasn't contacted about, about that or that they weren't involved, that's crazy to me. John Michaels, crazy to me. Like, that's great burgers. It's yeah. weird that 225 Magazine doesn't have much of a footprint in Ascension, especially as big as Ascension is now. And as right. much as it's growing. Like hell, a, even Hot Tails should have been in that conversation. Dude, uh, yeah. Hot Tails burgers right? are freaking How amazing. Yeah, none of that made sense. Hell, Hot Tails, they got another location in Zachary now. Yeah, they just opened yeah, in Zachary, so, so they got three. Yeah. I think the one in New Roads is still closed. They're remodeling yeah. a bunch of stuff. I don't think it, yeah. it opened back up yet. Uh, I'd like to see going back to something di- else Dig does when I think they do a, re- a really good job with it is restaurant week. Uh, another one that, that could probably be expanded, make it a two week thing because they, they tend to get a lot of restaurants involved in that. And if you want to hit a lot of those places, you need more time. And I know some places like those uh, a couple years in a row extended theirs to like the because yeah. they're not open on Sunday extended to like the following Monday hey we're going to do one more night for those who missed it but my my thing is not so much at Dig but it's at these restaurants stop pulling shit off of your regular menu and putting it as your restaurant week menu be more creative yeah do some different dishes that are going to pique the interest of people who maybe have never been to your place or maybe your price point's a little bit too much for them so they can't go all the time, give them something unique. You can have a, a regular menu item, fine. But make something creative as well to feature as the Dig Restaurant yeah. Week featured dish. I think that's what would be cool is if, if restaurants more did like, hey, here's some stuff off our menu. Here's the Restaurant Week stuff. It's like... Also, a good chance for them to try things to maybe add to their menu. Sure, absolutely. Like, Use it as a test week. But, yeah. like, just be more creative with your choices for that. That's the one thing. When it first started, restaurants were doing special menus for that. And then they just, I don't know if they got lazy or whatever, but then it was just like it's the regular stuff you can get any other time there. And I also get that. They want to showcase what they do on a regular basis to draw people in. And like I said, the whole menu doesn't have to look like that. But at least have one signature dish for Restaurant Week to kind of like, hey, you know, sometimes we get out the box and we do specials like this. Just something a a little bit more creative. For them, probably boils down to it's kind of the, the thing behind Blind Dinner is they don't want to prep. 50 of this meal and nobody orders it now well, you got a bunch of food waste right here's the thing then do do kind of like we did with the heat the boot we didn't ask them to source anything they didn't already yeah. have right yeah, yeah. just repurpose what Make you have in the kitchen you you and create yeah. a new new idea yeah right. if if you have chefs in the kitchen that that are you know that knowledgeable and that creative they can take what they have there I like let's butter no. chicken sauce on a hamburger today baby sure. damn sure Ooh, well did it looked good amazing. too boy hey rick if you're listening that needs to be a permanent yeah menu option yeah they ask if you want a side of something yeah the, the butter sauce yeah <laughs> pour it on your burger as much as much as people just clamor over brunch like i like brunch i do but like i'm surprised two to five hasn't done like a, a brunch weekend or something yet i mean that why are, why don't we just do some of these things? We are No, we we should because we've already talked. I don't want to because we don't want much. people to start a podcast and talk <laughs> yeah. about how we do it badly. So Franz Borkar used to do stuff like this. He yeah. he team up with a like a charity or something and would do pick a spot and do like this big brunch thing where you know twenty percent of the sales for that day go to a, a certain charity or something like that. We could definitely do something like that with like uh like uh uh, uh I'm drawing a blank on the word i'm looking for uh, a kennel or not a kennel but like you know yeah, yeah, yeah. a pet yeah. place or something like that for pet adoptions we could partner yeah, with like stuff like that shelters. rescue shelters thank you that's what i was trying to get to uh or like you know a local hospital or some kind of non-profit we could partner mm-hmm. with and do something like that where it's not like 
we're not asking the chefs to create a menu or something, but just maybe like drive people to a spot yeah. that we think super cool. Maybe these people don't go there enough or don't know about. And we highlight that and then we involve a charity and I think it's a win-win for everybody. That could be a cool, yeah. cool idea. I know by the end of this year, I want at the end of next year, I, I want us to have a pretty good idea of what our burger trail looks like. Like we should definitely oh, try, yeah. and, try and hit some spots and because I'm so tired of seeing people say, where's your best burger in Baton Rouge? Where's the best burger yeah. around this place? It's and we like, could do it like a map. Right. We could have like, you mm-hmm. know, the Segan Lane corridor. Like this is yeah. these spots, great burgers, you know, damp mid city, do North Baton Rouge, do Ascension. Like there's at least 50 great burgers. Oh, absolutely. Like, it's not hard to find a great burger in Baton Rouge. Yeah. No, no. You but of course, then you'll have people who will argue. Oh, yeah, night and day. That that's but it's not, also easy but, to get overlooked for years on end, and people go, how did I not know this was here? Yeah. But, I, but I do you get aggravated? Like, I know we're talking about the people that will come on a, on a post like that and just be like, that burger sucks. This is like, do you, do you see people on posts like that that, that throw an obvious spot like that we all know the burger is shit? <laughs> You're just like, well, all I want to say something, but I don't want to I'm like, that's fine that you're saying this is great, but like, what have you tried? Right. Like, how how much, how many things have you tried? If I say something's really great and I, I don't have a lot of things to, to gauge it against, I'll say that. I'm like, oh, you're looking for a great, uh, you know, whatever kind of pasta. I'll be like, well, I've had it here and here. It was it was much better at this place, but uh, I haven't seen anywhere else that has it. Like, yeah. That happens all the time. Somebody asked me about a... Uh, where where has good French onion soup? I was like, I don't really know a lot of spots. I was like, here's two places I've had it. I was like, there might be other ones, but it's like, here's two spots I've had it. I liked it at this one. It's like, and again, it's like, it's hard to, to you're not going to police how people talk or how they, but it's like every little, every interaction, every little micro interaction you have with somebody on the internet, it's like, it's going to slowly change the way people talk about stuff like this. I mean, I know I'm a lot less abrasive than I was whenever I started talking about not me. Shit. I still like the play. <laughs> I'm not hard. To Tony play. has not changed. You can tell, <laughs> yeah. like Tony would be interacting with somebody on on Facebook, and you can tell it upsets him being polite. He's like, "Fuck." Yeah, you? just angry <laughs> typing, nice words. Uh, what's your What's your thing you want to see in 2023 for food? Man, I don't know. That's a tough question. Besides trying to do your veggie veggie stuff again. <laughs> I would like to see, I know I touched on it earlier, more collaborative type things. Yes. Um, whether that be two restaurants teaming up or restaurant and bars teaming up for beer dinners. Just, you know, like I've harped on several times with this podcast, it's hard enough out here. We don't really need to be competing with each other. People really should be like, how can I help you and you help me and let's do this together. Yeah. Oh, I love yeah. when uh, Jacob calls uh, Oak and Smoke his neighbors. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, I would love to see some more beer dinners, some more wine dinners, stuff like that. Yeah. You know, be great. I, uh, I, I do love that um, you're starting to see more plate lunches and stuff from places. Mm-hmm. They're trying to kind of diversify into that, and it's like, it's cool. Um, I, do, I do hope that it works out for most of them because that stuff's always weird. It's like, what's your area? Where are you at? What, what kind of clientele does that fit and work for i mean like i said i finally had chicken's kitchen and them fucking plate lunches is wild bro <laughs> like that look oh, that, it's so weird because new orleans has huge plate lunch culture uh lafayette has a huge plate lunch culture for whatever reason it doesn't seem like it really lasts here you have a few spots that do them that people know of but it doesn't seem like there's like you know on any given day there's 15 to 20 places you go get a plate lunch no, no, it's definitely not huge here. You know, um, Newly said they're fixing to start doing it, so that would, I guess, between, I guess, really, if you think about it, though, like Newly's, Meditory is, is doing them yeah, three Meditori's days a week, I guess. Um, D&J's is doing them now. Like That's said, a spot, man, I'm never close enough I know, to I'm never, I'm never, they're right by my house, but I'm never over here during lunchtime. That's what I really like about Meditory. You can order those things ahead, and you can yeah. still pick them up. And they're like, hey, it's it's lunch special, but it's like you can get it, and we'll have it ready in the evening. Like You yeah. can come pick it up. They started doing uh, take-home lunches take-home like meals. two or three times Bro, a week. Bro, if I pass through Prairieville on the way home, I don't know that I would cook again. Yeah. Honestly, 
for what you're paying for his meals, I don't know if you could cook it cheaper. No. Like his lasagna meals? I couldn't. Yeah. <laughs> like the, the lasagna meals they're doing over there was like a, a pan of lasagna with bread and some other stuff. I don't know if you could cook it that cheap. Well, the rad thing, too, with the meditory is and it's probably like this with, with most places that, that you know, have uh, – shopping areas like a market area and food you can get food for that night and then pick up stuff that you'll cook the next night mm-hmm. yeah. I, I could i'm pretty sure i've always wanted to do it try and just eat things that i can like you know heat cook reheat whatever all the different stuff but just eat meditory stuff all week you could go shop just on a monday and just eat that oh, for every yeah. meal easy and you'd probably struggle to eat it all in a week you'd probably have to do leftovers uh like friday saturday sunday <laughs> yeah because most of their portions are, are large. All right, we were talking about restaurants that close. I didn't even I didn't even realize this. Somebody, a friend of mine, just texted me to ask if Hive Pizza closed. And I'm like, it's like Did I don't they? I don't know I don't think so. So Sibyl Gangor from Rotolo's uh, works with the was working with a company that had Hive Pizza. So I texted them, and he, apparently, yeah, they've been closed for a couple months. Well, I, I knew the one on, is it Acadian, I guess? Yeah. That was in like the back of a bank or something. I knew that one had closed. but Yeah, the one, the one on Segan closed, yeah. Damn, I didn't know that. It's crazy, man. That's another one, kind of like the cupcake concept, though, that I think God, the, the market flooded. Yeah, with all then, these little, I'm surprised there's so many Jabby's Pizza locations. I know that's a national chain or whatever, but there's so many. It? I think I so. Jabby's was all local. I thought, is it local? I thought it was national. Yeah, I'm or am sure I thinking of local. another one? Jabby's is another one. It come out and people can't mention it without saying, I like it better than Lit. And yeah. they can't eat Lit without going, I like it better than Jabby's. It's like, right. or just say you like it. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. It does, yeah. You don't have to mention. Yeah. Like, now, I'm know. pretty sure Jabby's is local. Maybe so. You could. But I know right. they have a couple locations. Did they just open, is it Blaze? Did they just open one of those around here? That yeah. open and closed. It was over there by the <laughs> Rouse's on Airline. That, yeah, that one's not open anymore. Uh, I think you're right there, uh, Tony. Yeah. Oh, speaking of, man, it, this would be a contender for best place I've eaten all year because I gave it, I gave it, I mean, I, I wouldn't say another shot. I always liked it, but I got through there more times this year. New York pizza and pasta. Oh, dude, uh, that place is so underrated. What a sleep. That whole Jones Creek corridor is underrated. You got Tiger Fall right there. You've yeah. got Jasmine's right there, which I've never eaten at. And I used to live right around the corner from there and Jasmine's never eat there. Good, Jasmine's yeah. reopened this yeah. year and expanded, yeah. and they're bigger. Maybe they'll win best restaurant in two two five next year. Yeah, because they reopen. Uh, there was a <laughs> there was a spot right <laughs> there. So petty, bro. Yeah. So petty. <laughs> yeah. There was a spot that used to be right there. You know where the Outback is, right there on Jones Creek. Uh-huh. There was a, there's a road right next to it. And there used to be a place called The Times. Y'all yeah, oh, I love The Times. Grill. Times, yeah. great burgers. You used to eat there all the time. I ate at a Times this year in... Where? Uh, oh, God, where were we? We were like... No, it's not... Slidell? I think Slidell. They okay. Still one. And it was... It's still really great. Their Man. burgers are awesome. Yeah. I used to love that spot. I used to eat there all the time when I lived off of Old Jefferson. I guess you call that, like... What do you, what do you call, like... Chili style places. They call them like eateries, I guess. I don't know what the fuck you call it. Fast that. casual? Yeah. Fast yeah, yeah, casual. fast casual. That's yeah. kind of what, what times is, but for a fast casual place, their burgers Dude. go way harder than they yeah. got any business going. They're really good. See, so I need to get to Slot L to mm-hmm. eat this. Yeah, that, they had two of them here. They had that one Robert Jones Creek and they had one on Essen. Yep. Okay. Right near the the spot that's next to Benny's that's been twenty five different like places. Yep. Used to be the Times Grill back I think there's there. some places like Location-wise, that are just destined to be failures. Yeah, over I mean, and over again. Yo, shout out Chang's. How the fuck are y'all still open? I'm bro, like, bro. <laughs> that's how you know they're making good food because that yeah. place has been car- cursed. Right. Every time I go, it hits. It's so good. I'm so happy that they're still open in that location. Whatever they are doing to keep the doors open in that location, they should write a book and sell it to other business owners. <laughs> I don't know how they're doing it. It's hey, shout out Labarca. They took a oh, location yeah. that has yeah, been yeah. A, a graveyard. Dempsey's couldn't survive there. Yeah, and Labarca has yeah. made it. It's been over a year. Yeah, yeah. So shout out to them. They're I haven't there. been there yet, but yeah, good for them. They've transitioned menus a few times. It's closer to a. Tradition. I don't want to say traditional because that's right. a bullshit There's word. Somebody, yeah. that, that's one of the spots like uh, 
a lot of places do it, but for some reason, some ladies just latched on to the fact that they do like the four percent charge for like using your car or something. Every time somebody posts about it, are they still charging four percent for using a car? <laughs> <laughs> are you still shutting the fuck up? Yeah. God, I'm so tired. Nice person. Every other thing they post interacts cool in the group, and I just want to go like, could you just shut the fuck up yeah. about this? Like, why? Why? Like, why don't you call them and ask them that? Like. And like, also, f- fuck you. These people, these people always also lie about stuff like that. Like, if they would just add it to the cost, I wouldn't care so much. It's yes, because you they add it. Yeah, you would. would. You just yeah. don't want to pay more money. It's fine. Right. I don't want to pay more money either. Yeah, nobody does. Like, just but but it's like like call them if you re- you don't want to know if they do that. You want to call them out on other people's yeah. posts every time because you want to interfere with their fucking business. Right. Eat shit. <laughs> I love how I'm like, this is a really nice person. Eat shit. Eat shit. They're not it's it's more this. of what we talked about earlier, though. Broke people getting online to let everyone know they're broke. Yeah. Well, quit, charge me a 4%. Quit telling people you're okay. poor if you don't want them to know you're poor. <laughs> Stop it. If, 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 if I posted every time I'm that I left a restaurant right going, going, holy shit, I didn't know that was going to be that much. Like, I'd never be able to stop posting. Yeah. Like, I, I, get, I get buyer's remorse probably one out of every five Dude, meals. All the time. Like I'm like I looked at the menu and the prices. Somehow, maybe I don't know how to do math. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, my problem is I always look at the menu and go, "Yeah, that seems pretty reasonable." And then I show up and order two entrees. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah I'm like, yeah, well, yeah. why did this end up so expensive? Yeah. Oh, that's right, because I ate enough yeah, people yeah. for two people. Yeah, because I'm stupid. That's yeah, why. Because actually, I'm terrible at making rational decisions. That's the thing yeah. I have to tell people like that. Like, I promise you, you are you are no more poor than I am. You are just equally as dumb as I am. Like we we are dumb with our money. We are poor. It's our whole generation. We're just poor with finances and food's delicious. It's not going to get less delicious. No. Food gets better. The more bullshit they put in it and the more cheese they melt on it, it's just going to get better. And I'm going to pay that fucking 4%. God damn right I am. Because I want those fucking Diablo shrimp. <laughs> give, me them, give me that bone marrow. Pour it over all this yes. shit. I want all of it. Yeah, I'm pro do whatever businesses have to do to stay in business right now. Yeah, whatever you got to do. Yeah, agreed. Uh, yeah, I think we're I think we're good unless we have anything else to talk about. Uh, let's see. Let's wrap it up. Don't be a shithead. Go eat good food. There we go. Hey, yeah. look at that. Uh, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, because this is the last one for the year. So yeah, this is a wrap up. We're gonna Happy Festivus. We'll air this one, take a good solid little break, and then hopefully we'll we'll have a good lineup, some speculated people to have on, some people we actually line up to have on, and uh, maybe we'll be in a better mood next year. You know, probably and, not. And anyone and anyone with a beef that wants to come on, yeah. we if talk shit a, about. Please, if you got beef and you want to come on, argue. Come on. Yeah, you can sit in my yeah. lap. If Who's you got beef and you want to come on and talk shit, come on. Yeah. We'll, those are, we'll call those We Got the Beef episodes. <laughs> I like it. We are the beef. All right. Shout out to the sponsors, Chiba Hut, Shout out ZZ's. To, yes. Shout out to, to two great businesses in the Baton Rouge area. Shout out to all of our guests and all the places that it allowed us to come and yeah. eat and drink all their food and Go do some podcasts them. with us. Can't believe this uh, podcast isn't even a year old. I Holy know. shit! It's because we've got Chuck B, the professional over here. That's, that's right. About all that. Going. About all that. We but we need to celebrate for the year, of the year anniversary. We got to do something. Yeah. When is that April? Oh, yeah. No, the first episode dropped in March, March second. So it was like probably late February that we recorded. We'll have to do a wild episode for that. We'll have we'll have some. Like oh, a wild episode? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we'll, we ain't done a wild. We're not going to hold our tongues yeah. on that episode. Boy, y'all just think we've been hey, letting it loose. We'll do a Sunday. <laughs> we'll do a Sunday at ZZ's and actually set up cameras and clean through tequila let, shots. Let Mosey just give us as many tequila shots as he feels <laughs> we like. We will need designated drivers. No, we will have to do that on a Saturday. Yeah, don't do it on a Sunday. Yeah, fuck that. Saturday no, no. into Sunday. Yes. Yeah. God. Yeah, let's do that. All right. All right, y'all. This has been the Eat the Boot Podcast. Tony's over there. Chuck's over there. And I have nothing clever to say. See y'all next year. (laughs)